The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, residents in the Rossdale neighborhood calling on the city to do more to help the neighborhood as it deals with a rise in social disorder and in crime. Uh, it's linked uh, to a nearby homeless encampment called Camp Pekawiwin. It was set up at the end of July as, according to its website, an anti-police violence emergency relief and prayer camp with harm reduction approach for houseless people sleeping rough. Uh, organizers say it provides visibility safety and security for those who live in tents but those who live nearby say they have seen an increase in crime since then this is one of the residents of rossdale his name is dennis i wonder what the mayor or the alderman would think if he woke up at four o'clock in the morning saw you know four people smoking masks in his gazebo and defecating in his yard how long would that last in fact, Edmonton Police Chief Dale McPhee said recently that calls to the area have gone up over 100% since the same time last year. He said it is important to listen to concerns from all sides. I think it's important that we listen to both sides of that equation. There's citizens that live in the area and there's people in the camp and there's some people that are camping rough that are homeless and there's some people in there that aren't. So you know that the city is working to have the convention center up and running by the end of the month to provide shelter and services to those in the camp and others sleeping rough. But despite that, Edmonton's city manager and mayor say no end date has been set for the dismantling of the camp. In terms of a specific date, tough to set that because it requires the services to be activated at the convention center. And, and as we've said, we're... We're working very hard to make sure that that's set up as quickly as possible. The camp uh, organizers have expressed some skepticism about the city's commitment to safe and dignified housing. And so clearly the pandemic accommodation at the conference centre is uh, to give us time to muster the response from all orders of government and our society that they have been demanding from the city. Leopold McGuinness lives in Rossdale and he joins us this afternoon. Leopold, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. All right, so it's been three months now since that camp was set up. What have you seen, uh, what have you experienced um, as a result? Well, I think there's just been a lot more um, sort of, I guess, unusual activity in the neighborhood and a lot more, uh, I guess, characters that we're, we're not familiar with. Uh, there's been you know, vandalism isn't stories of people sleeping in, in backyards. And uh, we found a, a, a needle on a bench in front of our house when we young kids. So that was kind of concerning. And there's been a bunch of uh, vandalism on the Walterdale Bridge, which isn't that far. So it's just a lot of uh, stuff on the periphery. Um, I guess the most concerning thing was on the weekend, uh, there were bags of leaves being lit on fire in the alley. One caught fire of a fence, I understand. So that's, that's been sort of the most concerning. Mm, yeah, that would be concerning. I was wondering if things were getting worse. I had seen about those, the 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 bags being sent on fire, and yeah, that would be that would be concerning. Of course, if you're if you're if you're living there, you know, um, you have said, you know, this isn't a case of uh, not in my backyard. You understand that there's some broader social issues with it, um, but you do say that you know there needs to be a solution, and we need to get moving on it. Um, is what the city has planned right now is is that good enough 
Well, I'm, I don't know if I'm, I'm an expert on that. I think it's good to see <laughs> something happening. Um, I, I, you know, I think the opening of the camp sort of coincided with another shelter being shut down. And I don't think we can just pretend that because, you know, we stopped having the problem in one space or we stopped funding that space that it just goes away. In fact, it's just now coming to Rossdale. And Rossdale's not a big community. It's maybe 100 houses max. And I bet mm-hmm. there's close to 100 tents in that, that tent city. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that'll help. I especially think I'm glad to see it coming online now because I don't know where the two are going to go in the, in the winter. We'll probably have less crime, I suspect, um, because they won't want to come out. But that's not really, it's not an ideal situation. It's not a solution. And I think the city really needs to be, uh, like the police chief was saying, the, focusing on both sides of the equation, right? This is, a, this is a broad social issue that's affecting the city and a lot of people right now. Um, but it's also concentrating in, in Rossdale, right? And the city what? or the neighborhood's not equipped to handle that. What do you think could be done to improve communication to get your messages across, the community's message across, and um, and make sure that um, you know maybe th- that there's better respect going on? Yeah, I think maybe a, a quick group being set up or something that sort of has representatives from the camp, from the, the city, maybe the councillor or somebody, and the community league, um, so that all the parties are in constant communication because we're just sort of seeing what's happening we don't know what's going on we've given some emails to report to but when you write to those emails you don't really hear back um so there's no real i guess communication flowing from the parties as far as i understand as a resident um i think that would help at least have everyone be on the same page as to where things are going you had said in, a, in an article, you know, what if you're if you're going to live here and, and be part of the community, you need to act like it. And I think that that is a, that is an important message as well. Right. Well, you know, I think sometimes we don't think of it that way. I mean, this, this camp is set up, and I think people can just see them as people who are, you know, trespassing or just interloping. And you know, and, and understand it's supposed to be temporary, but it is a community, and, and now they're living in the community, and we're all a community. So that I means. Being here also means being part of the community, in my, my my feeling on that, and and we sort of all have to respect each other and make sure that if those those problems are happening, that that the camp is taking some sort of ownership of that, um, as well as the community and, and working that out together. So, Leopold, just want to cycle back to, you know, when we talk about trying to, you know, have better lines of communication and, you know, possibly with the Community League uh, and, and with the organizers at, at Camp Pekawiwin. Um, as of right now, there there has been no formal sit down. Hey, you know, this is what we're concerned about. Hey, this is what we're concerned about. Hey, this is how we can how we can deal with it or we can better manage uh, the issues. That hasn't happened. Not that I'm aware of. Um, we get some communications from the. Uh, community league um mm-hmm. and you know i think councillor um he came down to the atm to talk about the issues a bit but um as far as i know there's no real formal <laughs> getting together um and constant communication right it's sort of one-off indeed do you feel like you're kind of being just kind of left out to figure this out on your own by the city well yeah i think we're just sort of we don't we're just sort of left here to sort of deal with it Right. And, and um, you know, people's stars, we had Halloween decorations stolen and our neighbors had their patio furniture stolen. And um, that city tends to get bigger. And we just like, how long is it going to go on for? Is it what's being changed? What's, is it, what can we do about it, you know, positively um, to help find a solution? We have no idea. 
Yeah, and I guess, you know, part of the concern is, um, or, you know, something that would definitely be on the radar is what if, you know, what if the camp remains? I mean, there is hope that a number of folks will end up at the convention center and, and will go there for housing and for uh, and for supports, but there are, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if some people decide, no, this is where they want to stay. As you mentioned, a community has developed there, and it's hard to break right. a, it's hard to yeah. break a community. So that's got to be, that's got to be concerned certainly you know uh, on your end and certainly as, as we head into the winter months I, I totally agree I think it's great for them to have community and, and it sounds like the organizers are focused on providing supports for these people and I think that's great um, but I don't think that that spot um, is, a, is a great spot for it and it seems like yeah if it goes on I think that's gonna this is gonna continue to be an issue or a challenge for the community uh, Leopold, when, have you have you had any conversations with police? Um, you know, what would you like to see police doing? We heard those numbers, how much, what, a 113% increase uh, in the right. number of calls down there. I mean, that's pretty staggering. Yeah, no, it's, it's a huge change. Um, definitely noticed it. Uh, you know, I think they need to have some sort of uh, more prolonged police presence down here, maybe foot patrols or bike patrols. I mean, we have seen more cruisers coming through the neighborhood, but you do a quick drive through, you're not going to see anything, right? And a lot of the stuff is happening at night. So, um, yeah. Mm. So kind of frustrating and just feel like you're kind of uh, out there in, in, in no man's land and not getting many answers. So, I mean, best case scenario moving forward then, Leopold, what would it be? I'd like to see, uh, I guess, some more provincial funding focused on, on the issue. I think we can we can close down one camp, but it's going to show up somewhere else. So I think opening up the convention center is, like, is a good approach. But how long does that last for? I mean, at some point, that convention center is not going to be available for this, right? So what are the long-term solutions and where where's the funding going that's sort of looking at, at, at longer fixes for this um, challenge? And, and again, I would say that better um, communication and, and more, I guess, upfront communication about what is happening from the city from the organizers from the police to the community would be helpful yeah it, it sounds like there there really needs to be a, a sit-down conversation between you know leaders from you know rossdale from the camp from the from city police and the city of edmonton to actually you know sit down and maybe you know put some things on the table and uh get everyone on the same way wavelength if that's possible and and i hope that happens for you um and i guess we'll, we'll keep watching to see that um I don't know, Leopold, um, you might end up being the one to be waving that flag into it all and, and, and having to make those phone calls. Right. Well, we'll, we'll see. We're, <laughs> we're, we're making progress now, which is good, and you are talking about it, so I'm really happy to see that. All right. Uh, I want to thank you for joining us this afternoon. Take care. Thanks. You too. Yeah, you betcha. Leopold McGinnis joining us this afternoon. Uh, he lives in the Rossdale neighborhood, and and uh, as you know, you've seen it if you've if you've driven by um, Camp Pekawi when that has been set up there since the end of uh, of July, and you've heard, you know, some of the the concerns, and you know, heard the one fellow saying that you know <clears throat> was woken up and there was people doing meth in his gazebo, and someone defecating in his yard that things were set on fire uh, the other day that. Um, 
that uh, needles are are being left around, and they're just they're just wanting more to be done and wanting more communication. And I can I can I can definitely respect that. Now it'll be interesting to see what happens. Again, there's been no end date uh, set for Camp Pekawiwin, unlike uh, the other one from a couple of weeks ago. Um, there there has not been an end date. You heard uh, the acting uh, city manager talk about that. You heard the mayor talk about that, saying that they have to get that convention center up and running. And yesterday on this show, he said, you know, the plan is to have it uh, up and going uh, by the end of next week and then ramping up to be able to, you know, take care of about uh, or house about 300 people, provide, you know, those services uh, through to the end of March. As Leopold mentioned, he said, you know, that's great, but what happens at the end of March, and that's one of the reasons why you're seeing the mayor pushing so hard for uh, that that bridge housing uh, and trying to get, uh, you know, we have the one hotel in, in, in town that is working on it. There's another one coming online. And then what, you know, transitional housing looks like, trying to get, you know, those folks who want to get into their own place, who want to access all of those services, um, you know, the, the ability to do so.